All right, welcome back to another episode of Event Hub's Talk and Block. I am John Catalyst Green. With me, as always, is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Hello, hello. I'm waiting for uh, Street Fighter VI's release date. John, do you have any new information? Anything? Something? Official? Unofficial? Anything? I'm, I'm, I'm jonesing over here for some Street Fighter VI news. Yeah, official and unofficial, we have actually both of that. Uh, so we know the game is coming in 2023. We don't know exactly when just yet. However, the game was recently re uh, raided in South Korea. And when that has happened in the past, at least in a few cases, the title has released three to six months later on. So we know that the game is fairly close. It's it's not going to be a super long timeline from this point out, because when you're submitting to the ratings board, you have to submit a mostly final product. It, it's got to basically be there for the, you know, the, the rating support to get it through there. Yeah. Um, and if we go based on that timeline, it would mean that Street Fighter VI will be released either in February or May of next year, uh, which seems like a, a really fair estimate given everything that we know. Um, now, Capcom very often likes to release their fighting game titles before the end of their fiscal year, mm -hmm. which is scheduled currently for March 31st, 2023. However, last month, in a financial report <laughs> by Capcom, they indicated that the company uh, only intended to release one major title in the 2022 fiscal year, which again ends in March 31st, 2023. 23 fiscal years can differ from actual dates mm -hmm. it's just yeah that's how that's how accounting works so um anyway that game is believed to be resident evil 4 remake which is of course a gigantic I, title is it um, is, is yeah. that gonna be a big release you think or is that like you know a little little double eights no i'm just kidding that's like probably their biggest <laughs> yeah. arguably yeah. like right there on par maybe bigger than a new street fighter I, we don't need to split hairs over it but yeah so yeah. as excited as i am for street or for uh, resident evil 4 remake it did kind of, you know, rain on our Street Fighter Six potential parade there. So sad. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one's scheduled for March 24th, uh, 2023, so it's not super far away. And the, the other remake games that they've done for RE have been really well received. And, and of course, this is RE4, so there's a pretty high difficulty factor with that one. But uh, it, it, there's a, because of that, because of Capcom saying, hey, we're not going to do any other major releases in this window, it's very likely looking uh, like we're going to see Street Fighter Six in April or May of next year. That is the most likely window. Mm -hmm. um, it's unlikely these plans will change, but it's not out of the question because statements to investors, when you make them, they better be on the level. You could definitely say, um, you know, hey, my bad, I messed up on this and that and stuff. But if you say or do the wrong things in your statements to investors, you can be on the hook from federal governments and other stuff, and they will mess you up hardcore for doing that. So Capcom has every incentive not to lie to their investors and the general public and whatnot. And so it's very likely that Street Fighter, this is going to be one of the first Street Fighter titles we've seen uh, released out of that, you know, a February or March window. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's probably a really good reason for that. And the really good reason for that is Street Fighter 5, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and Marvel vs. Capcom 3, because all of those had less than ideal launches for various reasons, and if there's a time for Capcom not to rush a product out, it's now, because based on statements from the head of the division, this is the head of the fighting game division along with other stuff, and, and this is Ryozo Tsujimoto, um, I, I think we're going to see a fairly complete product on Street Fighter VI's launch day, uh, probably with some minor bugs, but nothing too egregious because, you know, most titles have a few bugs in them. Sure. They've got to patch out, but but nothing like what we saw with Street Fighter V, where if they would have had maybe a few extra months of development time, they probably would have been able to ship the game with a story mode, a DLC store that actually worked, a bunch of costumes, and Alex. And instead, we basically got shipped with none of those things, which is literally one of the most egregious AAA launches from Capcom 
maybe ever. Uh, it so. was it was dark days, and we've seen updates on like every front from Capcom trying to make sure that that doesn't get repeated. So that makes a lot of sense to me that that things would be much farther along. You could even argue that what we got with the beta was farther along than what Street Fighter Five was, but that's not what we're here to talk about necessarily. Uh, I, I'm I, when I when I first heard this. I was like, well, so then the earliest we could potentially have things would be April 1st, because technically that's when the next uh, financial quarter starts, but I highly doubt that they're going to drop the game a week after Resident Evil 4 Remake comes out, still a little bit too close. And I, I was almost like, man, you're going to want to separate that by a few months. But I wanted to ask you, how how far do you think like the minimum spacing out between a Resident Evil and a Street Fighter launch would be for these guys? I, I mean, from an ideal standpoint, I really think about a month is um uh you need at least a month um because most people are going to pick up these games and you know what is the re4 remake going to take to to play through it and beat it uh, at, you know 20 hours or something like that for the main campaign somewhere around there mm -hmm. you know and for most people that's about a month's time you know and, and so if you separate stuff out by a month uh, i don't think there's a, a, a tremendous amount of overlap with re4 fans and street fighter fans enough to the point where they'll probably buy both games if you know a really big fan of it and stuff and you know space mountain play them accordingly but um you know uh, too many great games to play is usually not too much of an issue yeah uh, as long as they're not releasing right on top of each other yeah and then the other big thing that has recently shaped my expectations for a street fighter 6 release would be getting it on the capcom pro tour for a year uh, but that seems to know uh, according to this i would imagine they'll still launch it on the capcom pro tour and have it be the game i don't think we're gonna get another year of street fighter 5 but that probably means that the Capcom Pro Tour moves as opposed to starting in late March is what it's normally done in the last handful of years. So I figured it would be beholden to that, but I think that things would just probably change around now and the Pro Tour might start later in the year, something along those lines, and maybe we'll have a different time for Capcom Cup, maybe a shorter season this time around, I don't know. But I, I don't feel like that's, I mean, obviously it's not, as far as we can tell, going to release this earlier like it normally does. So they're going to have to do something there to get those things to line up. But I figure they could. It's just it'll be different. Yeah. And they have moved the CPT before. And the CPT is definitely a, a thing that, that Capcom cares about quite a bit. Um, but it's also a bit of a marketing vehicle for the company because it's it's not like Capcom's making money off their esports ventures. It's generally they're operating at a loss. Mm -hmm. And and you can write that stuff off as a you know a marketing expense and a few other things and whatnot. And, and it, it's a really good marketing tool. Uh, I mean, I think if you look back and see like all the DLC sales and all the other kind of stuff that they're doing, um, I, I think that there's overwhelming evidence that the CPT is a beautiful marketing tool for the fighting game community. Uh, and kind of what Capcom does in general. They can just promote the heck out of stuff. We saw um, the Phoenix Wright uh, trilogy and then the new trilogy, our new two sets of games, I should say, um, promoted a lot during the CPT. Uh, they can promote all their games. Hey, we'll, we'll probably see a lot of the RE4 remake commercials during the CPT when it starts up there. You know, So, I mean, it, it's just a really great vehicle for them to market stuff. Um, but one thing you did mention, though, I, I want to go back to is the, uh, the closed beta. Mm -hmm. um, and while that is definitely not a perfect product, uh, the bugs that were there weren't overwhelming to me and with how polished a game was already it has me believing that street fighter 6 is not super far off from release but how did you feel about the beta in terms of the context of the final game like there's a bunch of stuff we, we didn't get real tour mode uh the single player content all that we basically just got the the online version of the game mm -hmm. but how did you feel like that state of the game was? if you with all the extra content you know that we have i think 10 more characters for release and like you said all those modes and stuff of course you need that but if the game were confined to just what we saw and like that was the extent of the game i'm like well this is fine this could release today and i would be fine with it from what i saw i didn't see massive issues massive bugs and and here we are talking about like you know plenty of gameplay discussion afterwards and even then it's like 
yeah, I mean, it'll be vanilla. There are probably going to need to be tweaks, but but even there, things feel deep and it feels like there's a, a decent balance of risk reward and, and, and opportunity versus counters to that opportunity. So it felt really good on that front. I don't want to say it's like, yeah, it was perfect, but like I, it's hard to find issues where it's normally like, oh, well, you know, you go, this is a beta. So that's obviously going to get fixed. And that's a huge problem. I didn't feel like anything like that manifested itself in the three days I was playing it. Okay. Very nice. And the next thing uh, that I wanted to get to is is there's a matter of the additional character reveals. Um, games typically have a marketing strategy of new characters and showcases right up till the moment of release. Um, it's it's fairly rare for modern fighting game rosters to not be leaked in advance. Unfortunately, that just seems to be how the internet works in this day and age. Um, but the showcasing of said characters often happens all the way up until the game is officially out in the public's hands. It's like, hey, you know, we've got a we've got a preview here of, of so and so. Uh, but but recapping here where we're at, Ryu and Luke were showcased right when the game was announced in February of 2022. Chun-Li and Jamie followed a handful of months later in June. And then there was a, so there was about a three month window there where we didn't learn anything new um, after the initial announcement. And that's pretty typical, right? But um, so in June, uh, right after we, we, we got those other characters, Guile followed about a week later. And then in uh, August at Evo, we got Jury and Kimberly. And then finally, uh, there was a batch of four characters in September at the Tokyo Game Show, uh, which is a major, major, major event for Capcom all the time. Uh, we got Blanca, Dalsam, Ihonda, and Kind. And that brings us to 11 characters to date who have gameplay footage shown off. Mm -hmm. However, Capcom said there's going to be a launch roster of 18 characters, uh, but if the leaked image is correct, there are 22 fighters in total, and it's possible some of these will be boss characters or unlockables or potentially even DLC. Uh, I'd bet more the former than the latter, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, but anyway, November's almost over, so if we get one to two characters a month revealed from this point out, um, even if it's just the 18 fighters confirmed for, for the trailer, that would still match up perfectly with an April or May release mm -hmm. date. Uh, that That's still very easy for Capcom to do. We might even go a month or two without anything. Uh, that sometimes happens as well. Um, but my guess is we're going to get a set in stone release date during Capcom Cup in February, um, along with an official showcase of a handful of remaining fighters, um, probably uh, people like Rashid, Ed, Akuma, and, and Aki, uh, however you pronounce her name. Uh, they might sneak their way into the announcements or as some kind of unlockable fighters in this window as well from February on to, um, I'm, I think, May. I think May is a little bit of a, a better window, but uh, maybe I'll hit April and hit my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they are doing Capcom Cup very differently this year. It's it's, it's like an eight day thing, which is kind of crazy to me, especially if it's in person, which it which it is. But they might, you know, do like a kind of a Hanukkah approach to it and reveal a couple of characters, you know, like on different days and whatnot. And that would be cool. Maybe they'll save everything for the end. Um, and oh man, when we were thinking the game was probably going to come out in February, March, and we're going to get the release date maybe in February, March, it's still kind of like, ah oh, man, but I I do feel like as I look at all this information and the IR report and, and what's come down the pike thus far, May is where I'd probably put my bet, you know, in the middle of summer and people are getting time off of school at that point. And it's like maybe May would be the strategy here. But I was looking up and like major releases for big games, like it feels like they can happen most times of year. Obviously, you want to go yeah. for the holiday season, but like Capcom hasn't been doing that very much with Street Fighter and fighting games. And, and so it's like, I, I don't think that there's really any months that you're just going to cross off and then good. So maybe April, but I'm guessing May. Yeah. So we're, we're both in the May camp. Um, it seems like the most likely candidate right now. The one last thing I wanted to hit is that I also would not be shocked to see Capcom move around Rashid, Ed, and Akuma, and Aki uh, since they got leaked and that they might be replaced by other fighters who were initially planned for DLC, 
um, and you know that are now going to be either hidden or somewhere around there. You know, maybe Vega or Balrog or something like that comes and replaces a few of those slots there. Um, that's actually how Capcom has traditionally done things in the past. Where if a fighter leaks and they can move around their release date, um, just to throw people off a bit, they do so. It's not always, but it's a general tactic that they've employed in the past. So just because we saw Rashid Ed and Kumanaki leak and they're not on the final launch roster doesn't mean they're actually going to be the next characters we see. Uh, if if it is possible for Capcom to move stuff around they typically try to because they like to have some mystery in there it's a this is fighting games man you know reptiles a hidden character in there akuma's a hidden character in there this is like the, the the history of fighting games we expect some hidden stuff some unexpected things some unlockables a few things of that nature just to kind of have fun with because that's our history why not do what works and what the fighting game community expects right yeah. uh so that's just a, a little extra wrench to throw into things but it should be a very fun wrench to, to mess around with when it happens <laughs> i wouldn't be uh, too sad if they just got rid of ed and rashid and falk from the roster and put in cooler characters but you know that's just me so you sure about that john it seems like we we've we've hyped up rasheed a lot on this here we might as well can, can they do something about cami as well can we leak cami like 15 times and, and just have her replaced by something i have a video right. talking about what i think could potentially happen to cami in street fighter 6 story wise mm-hmm. and it, it maybe she dies i'm not going to give any more away does she come back whatnot but you can check that out like on our screen wherever that pops up on the screen from relation to where i am there you go john may or may not have received a huge bonus this year for writing about cammy dying i'm just i'm just saying